podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021, the Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins. Put your money where your mates are and play along with the Cricket Badger. Who Knows Wins. Download our app right now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and play against your friends with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are. Who knows wins in a league of their own? Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It's the IPL 2021 daily podcast. I am James Butler, the Cricket Badger, and we've just seen the mighty Mumbai Indians haul back a game from nowhere. It looked like KKR were going to win that match. In the end, Mumbai won by 10 runs. I'm joined by Neil Varani and Raj Yadav to talk about this game and plenty more besides. And Neil, that was a, a terrific game. I thought halfway, actually, that Mumbai, it was around about par, I thought, on that track. Halfway through the Kolkata innings, it looked like they they were sailing, didn't they? I couldn't really tell whether it was a, a pass score or, or not, to be honest, because I thought halfway through their own innings, that Mumbai were probably on track for a 175-180. They really, really seemed to drop off at the back end through a mixture of um, their own mistakes, but also some absolutely brilliant bowling from KKR. Yeah, I, th- I thought they were under par and I thought they'd have a real job. And I, th- then- I thought it was one of those pitches, though, where it was slow, wasn't it? And if you took the pace off, it was very hard for any of the batsmen to really get in on that track. We only really saw Surya Kumayada for Mumbai and Nitish Rana for Kolkata actually looked like they dominated the bowling. Everybody else really struggled. Yeah, actually, that's, uh, that's very true. Even someone as elegant as Rohit um, had to work very hard for his 40-odd. Um, and that was... Um, at quite a slow strike rate as well. So yeah, it was it was slow. It wasn't that easy to score. There was an element that people got themselves out. Um, I thought the bowlers, um, apart from at the back end of innings, when naturally people open up or have to open up a, a lot more, I didn't think the bowlers looked as threatening early on in the innings. And it was more through batter error that the wickets fell. So it was a bit of a shock the way that both teams uh, collapsed at the end of their innings. Raj, I saw Brendan McCullum's little interview on the TV there and he basically said, you know, we've got such a poor record against the Mumbai Indians, we're going to have to shake this up a little bit to try and give them something else to think about. They bowled the spinners first up, the pace then came later and they looked as if they had the um, the game in the bag, didn't they? Yeah, I think KKR had the near-perfect game up until the last 20-25 minutes. Uh, the way they bowled, the way they used their spinners up front in the power play, they were absolutely bang on with their plans. The way Morgan used Cummins inside the power play and finished his overs in the 10th or the 12th over mark. It was very good as well. Cummins bowled accurate lengths today. He's a kind of a bowler who enjoys bowling in this power play and middle overs. So it was a good plan from KKR. Uh, They exploited the pitch really well. Russell came in and chipped in with five wickets in the last two overs. 
because Russell also enjoys such pitches where uh, the pitches have a lot to offer. It's too slow. If you bang the ball in hard and try to cut, um, it's very difficult for the batsmen to score runs. And I think KKR bowled really well up until um, the first half performance. And in the batting performance also, Gil uh, and the way Rana were batting, it was they were absolutely cruising. And then uh, the mid phase where Shakib, Morgan and Rana threw their wickets, that is which turned the game in the favour of the Mumbai Indians. Otherwise, it was a, a good, decent performance and they were up to beat Mumbai today. But then uh, the last 20 minutes, the way they batted, it was very, very poor. Was it poor or was it good bowling or was it that track? I think it is a combination of uh, the track and poor, poor batting because um, I know it's very difficult for players like Russell and Karthik to just come in and hit the ball from the word go because the conditions are very different. These are kind of conditions where, you know, the ball gets softer. It's very difficult to hit from the ball go. So the finishers, maybe, you know, it's not their fault. But uh, Shakib was just sent in higher up the order just to secure the game for KKR. Shakib is the kind of player, you know, who likes to rotate strike, does not take much risks, with a left-hander in there. Shakib, Morgan and Rana, the way they they played was not really up to the mark. I know it was brilliant captaincy from Rohit when uh, Russell came in because as soon as Russell came in, you know, he attacked with a player close-in, attacked with more spinners, tried to get into the head of Russell. And, you know, Russell is a kind of a player, it's very easy to, you know, challenge his ego. So if you challenge his ego, Russell can be a little unsettled and you can get get into his mind. So that is what Rohit and the bowlers did. They did that exceptionally well. But it all started with, you know, Morgan, Shakib and Rana throwing away their wickets. And we always talk about KKR's top order instability last season. This year, you know, it looks like they have addressed their top order issues, but their lower order is very, very fragile. Even on paper, it looks very promising like Morgan, DK and Russell, but Morgan and Morgan, especially Morgan and Russell needs to uh, perform for this KKR side to win. Neil, we talked about Owen Morgan's captaincy a lot, um, obviously through the the England series recently. He's one of these guys that he makes these plans and they stick to them, don't they? They keep the foot down, they keep doing what they're going to do. And again, that Brennan McCullum interview, it suggested that as soon as the spinners were going to come on, KKR had made a decision to attack them. And that ultimately was how Owen Morgan got out. You know, you live by the sword, you die by the sword kind of stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, I think that there is, um, there's one of those fear factors with Bumrah which means that you make your plans to target one of the other um, bowlers because you think that you know, if you get away with you know six or seven runs against Bumrah um, per over, then you can take someone else down to nine or ten. The same way that people do with Rashid Khan, um, and they accept that it's more about preserving your wickets against him and attacking other people. But on this track, they um, they really, really seem to make a mistake because they all went after Raul Chahar, who was um, a lot more dangerous than just about anyone else on show at the time. So they really chose the wrong guy to go after. And I think of all of them, Nitesh Rana charging down the track against Shahar's last ball of his of his spell. I don't see the advantage there. Uh, he gave away his wicket when he could have played out that ball. It had been just over a runner ball for the rest of the time. And he's a guy on 50-odd um, and he could have just seen him home. But- that was the point really with the Owen Morgan kind of strategy, isn't it? Though? That It was about a runner ball just over, wasn't it, at that stage? And it was about the same when Owen Morgan got out. But 
I mean, Morgan's not the kind of captain that says, come on, guys, just knock it around. We'll, we'll you know, win it after 19 overs. He's looking to finish this in sort of 16, 17. Let's go, get, go, go for the jugular. And it either comes off or it doesn't. It's fair enough where, when you're England and you've got Adil Rashid or Liam Plunkett, number 11, who can uh, still hit uh, fours and sixes and a very good batsman. KKR last year had a real issue that Pat Cummins was coming in at seven. Now, I think the world of Pat Cummins, but he's not a number seven batsman in an IPL standard uh, T20 team. They've lengthened it slightly with Shakib mm-hmm. this year, but they're still looking at uh, quite a few bunnies in that team in a short batting lineup. You can't continue to go hell for leather if you don't have the resources to back it up when you inevitably lose wickets. Blackratcricket.co.uk You've probably spent lockdown dreaming about scoring runs and taking wickets. Well, let Black Rat Cricket kit you out and take you towards success. Blackratcricket.co.uk They've got a swanky new website and if you quote Badger when you check out, you can get yourself 15% off. Blackratcricket.co.uk Join the infestation. Raj, where does this leave KKR? They've looked okay, I think. They've, they've looked better than I was expecting them to look. Um, look at Dre Russ. Five wickets. He, he looked, uh, you know, two overs, um, five for 15. Remarkable figures for him at the end of the Mumbai innings. Um, obviously, when they were hitting to, hitting for the fence, but he, he made the most of that. But with the bat, we, we're so used to watching Dre Russ come in and, and muscle the ball absolutely everywhere. Such a big fella, such strong arms. He, he can win games from, from anywhere, can't he? Certainly two incarnations of the IPL ago, but nine runs off 15 balls today. I think, yes, it's a combination, uh, James. I think uh, these are conditions which are very, very tough for someone like Dreyras. You know, he likes the ball coming onto the bat. He likes to feel the uh, ball hit hard on his bats. So these are very tough conditions for Dreyras. You know, he outperformed with the ball. He picked five wickets. I know he's not the Dreyras of the old. What Dreyras needs to do as a batsman going forward ahead in this tournament is that, you know, he need not let bowlers challenge his ego. You know, he needs to, he needs to... Uh, calm himself down, keep his ego aside. There are bowlers like Jaspreet Bumrah, Jofra Archer, who has ruled, who is not part of these IPL now. So these are bowlers, you know, who would target Dreras and uh, try to get into his mind. But Dreras needs to be a little calmer and give them respect and then target maybe some bowlers, you know, who are a little weak. I feel like he's trying to hit the ball a bit too hard. He's got the, you know, he's got the physique, he's got the big bat. He doesn't need to absolutely cane the ball, does he? You know, half a hit from Dre Russ still goes to the boundary. Absolutely. But, you know, Dre Russ is not that kind of a bowler who relies much on timing. Even before, you know, in 2018 and 2019, when he had a stellar season, he always used to tong the ball very hard. So he was always a hard hitter. He's not someone like uh, an Hardik Pandya or a Glenn, Glenn Maxwell who could time the ball well and still hit for sixes. So he's always that slogger who relies purely on brute force and strength. And these are kind of pitches which again, uh, I mentioned, I repeatedly mentioned that it, these are kind of pitches which do not suit Dreras. You know, Chennai is the slowest uh, of all the wickets that we have in India. And these are kind of wickets which will not suit Chennai. But coming back to KKR and their problems, uh, before the start of the season, you know, KKR had 
top order stability issues and death bowling issues but in both of these aspects you know they have looked good this season they have addressed their top order with gill and rana uh, laying down good for foundation for the middle order and the lower middle order and the death bowling is something that they've addressed in a, in a way because it's a blessing that they play in chepok because they have harbhajan they have shakib uh, they have varun chakravarti to bowl all those overs they use kamins up front and then they use dreras uh, at the back end where he could exploit conditions of chennai so these are two major issues that they have addressed going the season and also Shakib Al Hasan as a player has added immense value to the squad the reason i say this because you know Narayan was on a decline Shakib gives them those nice four, three four overs in these conditions and also you know he is a reliable bat in the middle or in the lower, lower middle order unless and until i saw those last 15 minutes where you know Shakib was sent higher up the order only to secure the game for KKR you know Narayan could not have done that but Shakib has that caliber to secure games for KKR where he could chase targets like one 40 150 and the kind of performance that he put in today was not up to the mark so kkr would be a little worried going ahead in the rest of the games when it comes to their lower middle order performing because the likes of morgan russell and shakib has to have to perform for kkr well i'm a mumbai indians fan and i'm absolutely delighted today that mumbai have got um, the points on the board a little bit concerned halfway through that kkr innings i was thinking that it was looking like the writing was on the wall for rohit sharma and co particularly neil when rohit sharma came on to bowl and he turned his ankle over and he looked like he might have done himself a serious damage thankfully um, that uh, was just a false alarm as the physio cleared him to continue mumbai will take a lot from that game won't they um ultimately obviously getting points on the board being into the competitions an important thing for the defending champions but to haul that game back from the position they were in they will take a lot from that game yeah this is worrying for everyone else because mumbai are historically very very poor starters um there was one season uh, the season that was split between uae and india where they lost all five games in the uae and then won seven on the trot and they got back they've always started very badly and then grown into a tournament so to see them rescuing games from positions of uh see it seeming inevitability is very very worrying at the moment and they've still got people who are trying to feel their way in de kock won't have had much time in the nets he's only just come out of quarantine having uh, arrived late from south africa and um, some of the team marco jansen's a new addition but the rest of the team uh, have been together for a number of seasons now yeah if they're getting those kind of wins at this stage um then expect them to do very well this season well fingers crossed from my point of view and um, crunel pandya's four overs were, were incredibly important yeah he dropped a catch off andre russell which ultimately actually did them a favor because andre russell wasn't going anywhere but his one for 13 off the four when he came on and he bowled that spell that was when mumbai started to hold themselves back in yeah he was perfect for dry russ um I think Trey actually lost the game because how many potential twos and threes with a more dynamic player turned into just singles. Um the the drop by Jasper Bumrah uh, Cronell. Um I think someone on our our pod group mentioned they could have probably had an all round seven in the time that oh, that, that was me. I was, I, was, I was quite proud of that comment. That was me. <laughs> But um yeah, I mean he gave he gave nothing away. Um and of all the people uh in that bowling lineup right maybe this year with Marco Jansen joining although he's been very good but you'd think that Krunal would be the weak link that people are going to target and he he just didn't give anything away he increased the pressure um and i know someone in commentary said that Shakib probably 
got out because he felt he had to go after Krunel with two overs of uh, Bumrah and one of Bolts yet to come. But I think he he went for maybe one run in that over and the wicket, which is just lunacy. Uh, he, he was excellent today. Really, really good. That chance to Jasper Bumrah, um, it was about the only ball that uh, Andre Russell middled, but he middled it almost straight up in the air, didn't he? It went miles in the air. And poor old Jasper, he had no idea, did he? Underneath that catch, he was spinning around like a top and I think he got maybe a finger into it as it came down. I don't even know if he touched it at all. I have to say, I've never had to, to play at night. So for something to be going almost vertical, and then coming straight back down. I I can't tell how difficult it would be to to judge that. But I've got to say, Bumrah's not the worst fielder in the world. Um, I think there are a number of other people in that team who are been more comfortable underneath it. So I'm I'm going to go with soft catch. Um, yeah, I think you can live with Jasper Bumrah maybe dropping the odd one um, for the fact that he can bowl four very good overs as well because he's rather good with the ball. But Mumbai Indians, they pick up their first win today. Kolkata Knight Riders pick up their first defeat of IPL 2021 and that basically leaves the table very, very tight indeed. I think this is going to be a very, very close IPL. We've now got uh, five teams on one win and uh, the three teams that are still yet to get off the Mark still have their second game to play. So all to play for as we go through these early stages of the competition. Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are. Download the app now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. Neil, you've been playing the Who Knows Wins competition with me in our little league. I think, I know I went for Mumbai Indians today, so I think I've had a a half-decent day today. Which uh, of the two teams did you plump for today? I think today I would have gone for for Mumbai because I didn't expect the KKR lineup to be well, I, I say I didn't expect the KKR batting lineup to be quite strong. Maybe I was right with my initial thoughts. Uh, I think I'm I'm there thereabouts. Uh, if I don't win this time, then I'll be looking for the next uh, next week's predictions to uh, to prove my worth. Yeah, well, the next week's uh, predictions they start tomorrow. So if you're listening out there, or if, if you're Neil or any of the other fan badgers, get your entries in. Who knows wins? Download the app on whatever app store you use, and you can uh, enter the cricket badger league on there to go through the next week and make your predictions basically for the games coming up who's going to hit the most sixes all those kind of things and then it all tots up in a league as we go through the week and we see who wins and the winner takes the prize pot so uh, get your entries in see if you can beat the budget see if you can beat Neil as we go through week two of the IPL who knows wins put your money where your mates are there's over 25,000 players and over £1 million already won. The biggest community pot was £31,000 and there's over 12,000 leagues created. Download our free app and play against your friends and family with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins in a different league. Before we go into uh, tomorrow's game, obviously big news today about Ben Stokes. Rajasthan Royals all-rounder, the England man, has uh, apparently um, broken a finger or certainly damaged his hand. Um, I don't think they're quite sure just yet. The Rajasthan Royals have basically issued uh, a statement today to say that Ben Stokes is going to be missing the rest of the IPL. And Raj, that's that's a massive um, blow for, for Rajasthan, considering they're already missing... Jofra Archer for the start of the competition. Huge blow. Jofra Archer missing, you know, already had sent them a little on the back foot before the start of the competition because he is their main key bowler. You, you could just imagine that with Jofra and Morris, uh, this could have been a gun bowling lineup, the Rajasthan Royals, and they did their auctions really well. Now, Ben Stokes' news coming out very, very 
massive big big blow for the Rajasthan Royals because Ben Stokes is the kind of player that you would want in your team even though you know he hardly bowls in the IPL and is not very well utilized as well and uh, Rajasthan Royals in the first game that you see that they played with seven they fielded seven or eight bowlers seven or eight different bowling options so in that sense you know Ben Stokes would not affect them that much because you are only losing a T20 opener and they have the likes of Liam Livingstone and David Miller in their ranks who could be used so that could act I'm sorry but maybe that could act as a blessing for the Rajasthan Royals because if uh, we look at their lineup then maybe Josh Butler comes back to his opening position which is Rajasthan Royals strength and also maybe that gives uh, Miller or Livingstone an, uh, an option to play in the IPL and they are in really good form Miller is coming ba- back from great form playing in playing against Pakistan and also Livingstone you know he we saw the little that we saw him against India that he looked very good at the crease as well so in that sense maybe not a big big miss because Ben Stokes anyways hardly used to bowl but uh, the kind of player that he is and the impact that he brings in some of the crunch games they will definitely miss Ben Stokes services but for what little I read that Ben Stokes is not going to leave the team so he's going to be there with the team and that's going to be a huge motivating factor for the rest of the Rajasthan Royals boys do you think so? I, I I found that quite strange, actually. I think Ben Stokes is somebody that wants to be out there, wants to be in the thick of the action. I think of Ben Stokes that's got his hand in plaster and he's moping around the hotel. I just thought he didn't want it to go home, Raj. Yeah, maybe. Maybe if he's if you could ask him personally, maybe he would want to go home. But the kind of value that he brings to the squad is immense. Uh, the last game that I watched, I know Chetan Sakaria was bowling those Yorkers and every time he bowled those Yorkers, you could see Ben Stokes going and talking to him. So that's the kind of influence that Ben Stokes brings in the dressing room and also uh, maybe it is the role assigned uh, to Ben Stokes this season by Sangakkara and the rest of the Rajasthan Royals uh, squad management that Ben Stokes is the kind of senior player who has to step in and talk to the boys and keep them motivated share his experiences that's that's what the whole IPL is about and you could see Ben Stokes as a leader being more involved this season at least I could make out from the few glimpses that I saw on television that he was continuously talking to Chetan Sakaria he was talking to Rian Parag when he bowled that uh, one but he's over. not he's not going to be able to do that from the dugout though is he I think what I read is that he will be available in the dugout but I no, cannot... but I mean he's, he, he, you're talking about on the pitch and going up to the bowlers before they bowl he can't do that from the dugout you know the, the got plenty of coaches there to do that yeah plenty of coaches to do that but what's the harm of uh, not having Ben Stokes in the dugout if they have the chance to have him in the dugout I think they would take it so maybe it's it's personal choice if they leave it on Ben Stokes he would want to go home but if if they think that Ben Stokes brings a lot of value just being in the squad just talking to the youngsters maybe part of the leadership group uh, say uh, design or maybe manage tactics if that works well for Rajasthan Royals so be it I think Neil, if you've had some Royals, I mean, presumably they can bring in a replacement for an injured player. Where would you be looking? Would you just be, I, I mentioned on our WhatsApp group, just go for an out-and-out batsman because Ben Stokes doesn't really provide you that many overs in a T20. Um, just go for a gun hitter at the top of the order. Yeah, I think there are a couple of uh, ways you can go on this. Um, I think Ben Stokes was clearly marked to, um, to open. So very obvious choice being of uh, English um, nationality is Alex Hales, um, who's available. My thought was that they'd go for Heinrich Klaassen um, because he's in very good form in the current series against Pakistan. He's already 
already in a bubble um and we've seen that the uh, the sappers that have come over um haven't needed a huge amount of quarantine time. I assume a bubble-to-bubble transfer uh, reduces that bit. And I was a bit surprised to see De Kock play today. And the other thing is that Klassen has been part of um, Rajasthan Royals for the last few seasons. So they already know his personality. They know how he fits into the group. The one thing that Ben Stokes does provide, as um, as Roger was saying, is leadership. This is a leadership-thin group with the loss of Steve Smith and Ajinka Rahane. You're looking at Sanju Samson, Joss Butler, Chris Morris, I guess, um, who are the real leaders who've been in that team for a long time. Mm-hmm. And someone like Klaassen, who's now captaining South Africa, provides that as well. So I'd go for one of those two. In the short term, um, I I still like the idea of Butler as a, as a finisher, because I think he does what very few people can do. And I think Livingston should come in to provide arguably a better T20 opener than Ben Stokes. I think Ben Stokes is a world-class test player, a world-class ODI player. um, And Ben Stokes, the man, is valued a lot more than Ben Stokes, the T20 player. Um, his returns don't reflect his huge talent in T20. We're split really on this group, I think, because I think, I mean, I'm very much in your camp that I think um, Joss Butler is, yeah, there's plenty of players in that Rajasthan stroke England squad that can play the top three role. There aren't very many players that can play the four, five, six role. And Joss Butler plays that very, very well indeed. And I think, um, yeah, I think I'd I'd keep him further down, but I can certainly see um, with Ben Stokes going that uh, Joss Butler will probably move up the order and maybe a Liam Livingston or David Miller will fit into the middle order instead. But it's not necessarily the way that I would go. No, absolutely. I mean, Miller has been around the IPL. He's um, got a huge record for very destructive batting and um, has been playing very, very well in Pakistani conditions, which aren't too dissimilar. Could be a big chance for David Miller. I know him when he played at Yorkshire. He's a good lad. And he's obviously not, he's been in the IPL, but he's not actually played a huge amount of cricket in the IPL over the last sort of two or three years, has he? He could maybe, you know, if he comes in and has a bit of success, he could play another season. And obviously with a major auction coming up ahead of the next one, it's a chance to uh, wave his hand in the air, isn't it? Yeah, I think he's been a bit unlucky in that where he's ended up, He's often been the fifth overseas player, so he'll get a game here or there. And also the nature of being a number five or a number six is that you're not going to see that many balls. It makes it very volatile in terms of your returns. You can have an off day and uh, get out first ball or He's a potential opener, you know, because I'm surprised nobody's ever done that with him because he hits the ball so hard. Uh, He abs and he times it. He is a really destructive... And with the fielding in the the power place, he could cause mayhem if he has a bit of a fair wind and a bit of luck behind him. Um, I don't think that would be the worst thing in the world to do but we'll see how they go register on Royals but they certainly haven't had the best of starts to this IPL obviously going down in their game yesterday against Punjab Kings and then obviously losing Joffre Archer for the start of this tournament and now Ben Stokes for the remainder of it it's uh, not the best of starts for poor old Rajasthan Royals Let's have a look ahead then um, tomorrow's game. It's at RCB, Virat Kohli against uh, Sunrisers, Hyderabad, David Warner. And Neil, you're uh, one of our um, Sunrisers fans. Um, let's have a look at this game very quickly if we can. But how do you fancy Sunrisers' chances? I think it's going to be a very, very tight game. Potentially um, playing in Chennai is going to help due to the strength of our, um, our bowling attack. The strength that RCB have added to their batting is going to make it a really mouth-watering contest um, 
I thought Maxwell started really well for RCB and having someone like him and also Dan Christian in really frees up Virat. So I thought last year um, there was that lack of faith in the lower middle order, which is why he played so conservatively and um, relied more on De Villiers to provide the attacking intent. I think this year he's going to uh, hopefully go back to the sort of form he showed in 2016, where he scored almost a thousand runs at the top of the order. So tomorrow, I'm going to call it for Sunrisers, but that is completely tribal. I think it's going to be very close. A very good batting side against a very good bowling side. You, you didn't really need to say that. I'd already write you down for Sunrisers backing. Um, Raj, how about you? Would you see this one? Do you see RCB continuing their good work so far or Sunrisers bouncing back from that opening defeat? I think it's going to be very tough as well, like Neil suggested, because Sunrisers definitely have that bowling attack, which I think on paper, or at least the kind of attack they have is the best on paper. So I considered them as title contenders before the season started. And RCB also winning their first game in Chepok, uh, playing their next game in Chepok as well against uh, SRH would also fancy their chances because they would be high in confidence going in with Harshal Patel, you know, who bowled those cutters in the end, got five wickets, his first five first. Uh, the likes of Chahel, Sundar, they have a variety of attack as well. So it's going to be an even contest and I'm hoping for a good game. Give me the team then. Who's going to win? I think I'll fancy my char- chances with uh, RCB because Padikal will be back with them. Uh, I, he will be back opening. So they'll have a good foundation. Maxwell is in form. Uh, Virat and AB, you, you know how, how good the players they are. And the bowling that they have, Harshal Patel, UZ, Sundar, Siraj is bowling well. So maybe I, um, RCB will win tomorrow. You had me AB, to be honest. Um, I've got the deciding vote then. I've got the deciding vote. And I'm going to go super over. Let's have the first super over of the competition. I'm going to sit on the fence and go super over. One final question, and it's to Neil. Um, you've been waiting to have your hair cut, Neil. I know you have. You were going to have it cut like Andre Russell and then send a picture to our WhatsApp group. I wanted to see a Neil Varani with yellow hair. Did you have it done? I did have my hair cut and, um, and I did have my first outdoor beer in a beer garden separately. Um, but uh, it was, I did not get the tray. Um, I followed Ishant Sharma's very good way forward and I got the Stephen. <laughs> right. So, uh, well, happy haircut to you and uh, thank you to you and to Raj for joining me on today's podcast. Make sure you get your entries into the Who Knows Win Cricket Badger League and play along with myself and Neil and some of the other of the fan badges on here as we go through the rest of this IPL. Been a fantastic tournament so far, hasn't it? We've seen another great game today. We've got another two good sides meeting up tomorrow in Chennai in RCB and Sunrisers Hyderabad. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about that and much, much more. I've been James the Cricket Badger and I'll see you then. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Thanks for listening. We'll be back every day throughout IPL 14. Have your say on Twitter on at cricket underscore badger. We'll see you again tomorrow. Podcast Network.